Hey guys, when we started this project, we were not sure how hard it would be to edit, record everything, and then eventually distribute. But then luckily, someone told us about Anchor. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. Secondly, they have creation tools that will allow you to record and edit directly from your phone or your computer. They distribute your podcast for you. And the best thing is you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. We're in the state of confusion. Questions on your mind. Send in Letitia and Brandy. Gonna help you unwind. We're hanging out together, even though we're long. We'll pass it on over. Sorry, we're stoned. So, what you been doing? Oh, chilling hard. Well, I've actually been doing stuff today, but, you know, horse shows are finally wrapped up. We did it two weeks straight. So, Ryan and I have just been chilling today. You know, it's beautiful weather here in Tennessee. You're really missing out. 70s and sunny. I know, but actually it was so hot here last week. It was terrible, but now same. It's in the 70s and so pretty, but I saw Nashville was like that. Yeah, Nashville is supposed to be gorge for the next week, and it was gorge last week. So we're trying to like really enjoy that because we all know that that's short-lived here in the South. It, it is very short-lived. Yeah, but other than that, you know, just uh, freaking out a little bit that the year's almost over. I was looking at the calendar today. Like, we literally have two months left of the year. What the heck? I know. I was with a couple people today that were saying, like, this weekend – they really got depressed because they felt like the year was over and they really hadn't accomplished things that they had set out to accomplish. They hadn't gotten to go places they had wanted to go and that the year's almost over and it just felt very sad. And I totally get it. Yeah, well, no one's been able to do anything, though. And it's kind of, it's just one of those things where, like, everyone all year, all we've been saying is we can't wait for this year to be over and 2021 fresh start. But it, you're right. It is like also kind of depressing that the year's up and it's like, what have we done? I don't know. I, I know. And also, I think like I can't wait for 2020 to be over because 2021, we're going to be doing all these things. And I think that's also been sort of a reality check. If you have watched the news, I mean, I feel like we're kind of going backwards in the COVID situation and it's back on the rise. And it's just really sad, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah, agree. And you think about like New York and Broadway, things like that, that I think it's just affecting a lot of people. But well, we can only go up from here. That's what I keep telling myself. <laughs> well, you know what? LA went up from here because did you see that the Dodgers won their game last night and we're going oh. to the World Freaking Series? I did not see that. I can't say that I follow baseball. Oh my gosh, LA is on fire. Well, the, the Lakers, Lakers won. Just yeah. Won, like champions. And so now <laughs> I feel like oh, just boy. think if the Dodgers, which they're going to win the World Series. Who are they playing? In the World Series. Yeah. I don't know. I just got Mom. on this I just got on this train like uh two games ago. And then your dad texted me last night and he was like, turn it on. It's Dodgers. And it's I started watching the game and just got so into it. But then just thinking and realizing like how well the Lakers did. And if the Dodgers also won the World Series, it would be nuts. So you're a bandwagon fan is what you're saying. You know what? 
I always do this. Like, what if your dad makes me watch it, then I love it. Or my friend Gabby. Like, if I am not interested and then I go to game with her, like, I do love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, it was just really fun last night to watch and talking to Gabby and dad. And it was just really cool. Well, PSA, the other team in the World Series this year is the Tampa Bay Rays, who I've mm-hmm. never heard of. So that's cool. Wait, does Tennessee doesn't even have a baseball team, do they? No, we suck. That's so weird. I know. We're not a big sports city. I know, but I feel like people love it when you are. They love their Predators and they love yeah. the Titans. Man, they like the Titans. They love the Predators. I mean, That's what look, we got going I, for us. I feel like baseball so all-American that Nashville would love a baseball team. Well, we have a minor team. They're called the Nashville Sounds, which makes me want to barf. Oh, yeah. And the scoreboard's <laughs> a guitar, which also makes me want to barf. So and- weird. People really show out for the sounds because, you know, the one thing about Nashville is they love an excuse to go out and get wasted. It is so true. (laughs) It is so true. That is why people go to the baseball game. So if you haven't been to a sounds game in Nashville, it is fun. And the place to be is this little bar that's like in the outfield on the edge of the outfield. It's called the band box. (laughs) Also makes me want to barf, but the tickets to get in there are like 20 bucks. And then you just go in and it's basically an outdoor bar with baseball in the background. And that's where everyone is like the stands really aren't that full, but the band box is popping. It sounds fun. It's kind of fun. I mean, it sounds really fun. Yeah. So I do think we could use a major team. Um, Also rumor on the street is like we have, I don't know anything about soccer. We got some sort of soccer team. But apparently we're getting like an actual arena and a pro soccer team soon. I don't know. Wow. Just bringing more people into the city of Nash. Bringing them in. Wish they wouldn't. It is really crazy. But wait, what did you just say? I am a little stoned. (laughs) And and I was just thinking I needed to ask you something about Nash. And now I can't remember what it is. Mm -hmm. Hmm. Just a little stoned, you say. Yeah, just a little. Huh. Not really, kind of a lot. (laughs) Anyway, I had the best weekend ever. Tell. So over the weekend, I came over to Molly's on, was that Friday night or Saturday night? Let me think about that. When was Backyard Sessions? Friday night, right? I don't know. I'm getting all confused. Well, if it was all a blur, it had to be a great time. (laughs) Well, It is kind of all a blur, but I went to Molly's house to watch backyard sessions with a few friends of mine, and that was so much fun. And then, oh, on Saturday, I, why am I cannot remember this? This is insane. I'm not surprised in the least. But anyway, that night, my friend Juliana came over, and we sat and had dinner and watched Fargo. And then on Sunday, I went to my friend Gabby's house. And she lives in Malibu, so we went to the outdoor country mart because that would be so much safer during COVID to shop outside. And so we went there and had just the best day. Well, that is lovely. I'm so glad you had a social weekend. I really did. And also at the Malibu Country Mart, if anybody's there, I cannot remember the name of the store, but it is all bongs Mm. and ashtrays. And just the cutest accessories for your house, books on weed, books on sneakers, like just the coolest store, but lots of these special specialty water pipes 
bongs um a couple uh, or three they had three different designs of like keith herring water pops it's insane and they're so cool and they i was like this is where i'm coming to do all my christmas shopping water uh, pops Jesus. it was just the cutest store i've ever seen so if anybody's ever at the malibu country mart just know that that is there very interesting okay well you've been doing any design this week or no <laughs> What have I done this week as far as design? I would just like to say, I haven't had a lot of spare time to filter through our Facebook group. But from what I can tell, it is popping. And it's like a real-life HGTV on our Facebook group. I'm not even joking. Like, my Facebook community, the stoners, are my life. (laughs) Like, I can get high and spend hours on there like just looking at all the pictures of things people have done and suggestions like that not only I make but the stoners are all in they want to help each other like they are giving people like great ideas right and left and what I've also come to find out is our stoners are good at interior design yeah yeah I like I said I haven't had a ton of time but I've, I've been like Filtering through a little bit, and I saw today, like, somebody was asking about storage tips for sheets, bed sheets, and I was like, oh, I need in on this, because I have so many freaking sheets at my house, because there's just so many sheet sets, I don't understand it, and the pro tip was to, when you're folding your sheets, to put the flat and the fitted sheets, and fold them up in a pillow, keep all the sets together, freaking genius. Yes, that deserves a ding, 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 because (laughs) literally, it saves so much space that it is insane so is this something you've been doing for a while or what yes it's so genius okay yeah it's a great way first of all it saves so much space but then I do have like little organizers in my linen closet oh you do (laughs) I actually like putting them in I like so you have organizers in an organizer yeah you're freaking organizer in the organizer labeled especially now in my house only have king beds I just love a king bed love the king but if you have multiple sizes of mattresses you're gonna need boxes with labels to know which is which so anyway I'm a big I love a good plastic bin because they're structured those wicker bins look cute and all but they're just not that like your sheets are getting caught on the wicker or it's flimsy like just a good old plastic bin with labels the way to go Mm-hmm. I love that, that being said if you like that pro tip there's plenty more where that came from on the sorry we're stoned facebook group and it's just really popping off but i was just really impressed with it i know i feel like we have our own little show on there <laughs> it popped up i've been getting so you know instagram and facebook they do the the memory pop-ups they show you like three years ago today five years ago today whatever a lot of cyrus versus cyrus memories popping up on my i think three years ago today is what it keeps saying is that right? Three years? Or four. Four years, something like that. Been a while. But I was like, man, even though that was miserable to film, those were the days. <laughs> those <laughs> were the days. I wouldn't even, com- well, no, I would complain. I would have oh, we were complaining. my contract that we are not getting up before eight. <laughs> I was getting up at like five. It was terrible. I kind of miss it though. I'm not a morning person. Like, honestly, (laughs) when I have to get up early, it physically makes me nauseous. (laughs) I feel nauseous if I get up early. I'm I'm dead serious. Do you not feel like that? No. It makes me feel (laughs) nauseous. I'm so nauseous if I'm up that early in the morning. It's terrible. 
What would you say your ideal time to go to sleep and wake up is every day? This is so bad. <laughs> like, I want to be lights out asleep at 1030. <laughs> okay, what time do you want to get up? Eight. <laughs> That's nine and a half hours of sleep. That nine and a half is what I need. Wow. I can go to bed at 11 and get up at eight, but I would prefer 1030 to eight. I, when I go to sleep, I am asleep. Like I like to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like I need the full nine and a half. I got to be honest. I'm making fun of you, but <laughs> I'm right there with you. So I've been going to bed very early because the horse show mornings have started early. Like I've been going to bed at like nine but getting up at like 6.15. But ideally, my ideal schedule, I would say, is asleep at 11, up at 8. I can do that. That's usually when I feel the best. That's nine hours. But I just love hitting snooze. And so... (laughs) You know who else loves hitting snooze? Rye Rye. Does he hate these morning hours? No, he's used to this. And remember, he used to have to get up for work at like 4.45 in the morning. or something. Like he was up before the sun. But it drives me nuts because he sets an alarm and it snooze like four times. Like this morning, we didn't have to get up for anything except to feed the animals, which as long as they get fed by eight, it's fine. I think he set an alarm for like 7.15. So I didn't snooze. And I, and I was like, well, now I'm up. Now I'm up because you keep hitting snooze and so much for why, sleeping. In. And so why not like just not get to snooze and so just get up at eight? Well, that's what I say, but he likes to hit snooze. I don't know. Hmm. What's going to happen is I'm going to become desensitized to the alarm <laughs> and then I'm just going <laughs> to Stop hearing an alarm and start sleeping through it. I could see that happening for sure. <laughs> for sure. All right. We got to get through some DRMTs before, uh, before you know we're having a guest on today. I know. I'm so excited. Let's do a few DRMTs and then we you can intro your guest. Okay, great. Okay. Here we go. Voice on number one. <laughs> hey, Mama Tish and Brandi. This is a quick from a fellow stoner. How do you not feel like guilty about smoking weed? Does that make sense? Like, I mean, I'm 26 years old, I'm married, I have a house, I pay my bills, I do my job. But there's some days where I feel like I would like to smoke while I'm working since I work from home. But the guilt just eats me alive because I just automatically think of 17-year-old stoner. <laughs> Do you have any advice on how to not feel so guilty about that, if that makes sense? I would appreciate it. Awesome. Love the podcast. Thanks. Honestly, I think, like, I totally get that because there's some times that I feel like that. I I don't know. I, I do feel sometimes, like, guilty and it still creeps in that I'm doing something wrong. And the funny thing about that is, is I then I, like, kind of... I talk myself through it all the time. And it's like, why do we feel guilty about that? It's something for me, like for my job, being creative is so important. And I feel like smoking weed just puts me in such a creative space, which I feel like really enhances me at work. And even like, just, I get think with COVID too, just all the Zoom meetings and calls I've been on, by the end of the day, I am just like, sitting in the chair and my body hurts and like it's just the same monotonous thing over and over and I really do think 
I don't know if I would have gotten through COVID as well as I have without smoking weed. And I like got to a point where I feel okay about that. I mean, like if you think about it, like so many people come home and have a glass of wine and even like, I've just read so many things currently about moms who now actually do smoke weed and what better parents they've become. And I truly think had I smoked weed earlier when my kids were younger, I actually think I feel good about the mom I was, but I also (laughs) wish like when it was school projects, I would be so annoyed and such a bad mood having to do a freaking school project. If I could have gone to the garage and had a little puff, I would have came back so engaged in doing that school project. And I just feel, I don't understand. Like, I just think it's amazing. And I wish I would have known the effects and I don't know if it affects everybody the same way I just like honestly weed was like a miracle for me wow was that a stoner answer or was that like legit it was both which was I think perfect for the situation to be honest with you all right, you guys, we want to tell you about another one of our sponsors. It's Lumi Deodorant. I think we've talked about them before. I keep one of these sticks in my carry-on bag when I'm traveling. I don't like deodorant. It's just one of those things that I never think to pack. So I just make sure I always have it on me. If you guys aren't familiar, Lumi is a whole body deodorant that was created by an OBGYN who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated. This deodorant is baking soda-free and paraben-free, plus it's pH-balanced for safe use. I know for me, like, I've heard so much bad stuff about deodorant and, like, what's in it isn't great for you that a lot of the traditional ones that you can buy at your local drugstore just aren't cutting it for me. So I really love Lumi. Plus, they come in a variety of fresh, bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, which is my favorite, and they also have toasted coconut. And the great thing is, is you can use Lumi all over your entire body. So when you travel, it's so much easier just to have one product. Plus, they also have deodorant wipes, which are super clutch, especially if you're on like the red eye or an overnight flight. And they also have body wash, which is really cute. And it comes in a mini travel size as well. Lumi offers a starter pack that's perfect for new customers. And as a special offer for our listeners, all new customers get 15% off Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code STONED for 15% off your first purchase of LumiDeodorant.com. That's code STONED at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. All right, guys, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our favorite sponsors, Nutrafol. I take my Nutrafol. Do you take your Nutrafol? I take my Nutrafol all the time. I do too. I'll have the one for 50 and over. I was going to say, there's a <laughs> few different formulas. Uh, there is one for women that are postmenopausal, yes, which is. would be my mother. <laughs> um, and if you're confused about like which formula of Nutrafol is right for you, you can go on their website and they do have a quick hair quiz that you can take. You just answer a few questions and then they will tell you which formula is right for you. If you aren't familiar, Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. I've taken it for years. I can tell a huge I can too. Hair. I have such like baby fine hair and not very much of it, but I, my hair does not shed. Like it really doesn't. And some of my gr- my girlfriends, like when they come on trips with me and stuff, their hair will be everywhere, like all over the sink and in the shower. I just do not lose hair like that. And I feel like you used to and don't anymore. I did. 
Honestly, maybe, but I definitely do not anymore. Like, I barely even lose hair in my brush when I brush well, it out. Well, this is amazing. I'm so tell you. the stoners how we get it. Also, Nutrafol has a subscription that you can do so that it shows up on your doorstep. I do a subscription. Okay, so clutch. That way you never run out. All right, you guys, if you want to take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code STONED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L dot com promo code stoned. That's Nutrafol.com promo code stoned. So this is one of my favorites. It's the Integra Boost, um, which helps keep your weed fresher. It sure does. Integra specially brings you plant-based solutions for top-tier cannabis storage and packaging. And my favorite part is, is that with the terpenes, that you can kind of mix and match and make them different flavors and just kind of specialize your weed. Totally. Plus, they are precision-crafted plant-based packs that are entirely food-safe, so they can be used with any of your cannabis products. Integra offers an array of sizes and relative humidity levels for storing flour, pre-rolls, gummies, blunt wraps, and so much more. For more information, check them out at www.integraboost.com or at Integra Herbal on Instagram. Use code SWS at checkout for 15% off of your next online purchase at www.integraboost.com. Why don't you let her know your very sober feeling? Um, my sober opinion. You know, I, since since I don't really smoke weed, I, it's hard for me to put myself, like, you know, in your shoes necessarily. But I will say I think there's a lot of things that, like, growing up, you're just told, don't do this, don't do that, this is wrong, no to this. And then as an adult, when you're, quote, unquote, allowed to do those things, I think you do, there is some guilt that carries over, you know what I mean? And it's just, like, a weird thing. I don't know. Like, we're just, like, brainwashed as kids. Just It's, like, drilled into us. I was the one brainwashing you. Yeah, saying, you were like, you don't have sex ever, never, <laughs> ever in your life. Don't do it. <laughs> don't have sex and don't do drugs. And my biggest thing is the fact that I felt like weed was like kind of like drug, like is nuts to me now. That's what was ingrained in you for so long. And so you carry that guilt or whatever for the longest time too. I mean, when you start smoking weed, like you hid it from us. So like that guilt was there. Oh, I, huge amounts of guilt. Do you know what the biggest issue for me was and sometimes still is is just me and being a Christian and really struggling with that aspect of it that sometimes I do struggle with but then I'm like I know so many friends of mine who are Christians and drink wine there's just no difference I'm sorry this is from the earth it is grass like I just don't believe that I just don't believe that and so is wine it's like grapes and can like when I think drugs I'm thinking hardcore drugs but during that time I equally would say to you all drugs, including marijuana. And I just realized now how wrong I was about that. But I still give myself guilt about it. But anyway, I we need to have more people on to talk about this. I would agree. Let's see here. 
Hey, Kish and Brandy. My name is Ashley Zajac. I'm 21 and live in Ontario, Canada, and I have a question for both of you. So I have really big life goals, and I know that I'm working really hard toward them and feel like I can reach them, but sometimes I can't help but feel that my hard work won't pay off. So I was wondering if you have any advice on how to stay positive while experiencing those thoughts and the massive amount of anxiety that accompanies them. I love you both. Bye. Tish is going to say smoke weed. (laughs) (laughs) That is a really good solution. But go ahead, Bran. Take it away. (laughs) So Tish's advice is smoke weed. It helps with your anxiety. I would just say that I feel like what you're feeling is probably pretty common. I think that's something everybody can relate to. Everybody gets overwhelmed and discouraged at times. And I think like for me, sometimes the idea of having like these massive like quote unquote life goals is just like so much pressure and it's just too big. And for me, I almost like to have like smaller goals where it's like you you reach one and then you make another one and then reach that one and make another one. And you have like, I don't know, like stepping stones of goals instead of just like one big life goal. You know what I mean? Um, Like as an example, when it comes to my horseback riding. My boyfriend is like, so you want to do the Grand Prix someday, right? Like you want to do, and I'm like, you know, I don't know. Like right now my goal is to get into the meter twenties and be really competitive at the meter twenties and do really well. And then once we get there, like then my next goal might be the Grand Prix, but I I don't like to bite off more than I can chew. Like I think the meter twenties is a really like, like realistic goal. And that's my goal for right now. And that's just kind of how I've always been is to like set goals that I really feel confident I can reach. And then once I do reach those, then set higher ones. As much as I love that. Have you never read Think and Grow Rich? Because you need to set your ultimate goal. People like Tiger Woods and all these people say you have to set the goal at the highest and visualize it. Because it's really all about visualizing your ultimate goal and writing it down or every day saying it. I wish I did that. I'm going to start doing that in the morning. (laughs) this because I've read thinking grow rich I'm telling you if there is one thing you complete which I have not but I'm going to <laughs> but that Billy Ray Cyrus did complete in the 80s was think and grow rich and he swears that he would not be where he is today he would not without thinking grow rich and honestly I do believe that to be true and there's all kinds of other people that have done exactly that Okay, so maybe you can do both. Maybe you set down like the ultimate life goal and write it down every day, but then to keep yourself optimistic and positive, you know, set stepping stone goals to get to that big main goal. I I think that's a great idea. Oh, Lord. Okay, hopefully, Ashley, we were helpful. (laughs) I mean, you live in Canada, so you're already a step ahead of everybody in the United States because Canada rocks. I mean, it really does. Okay, a couple more here. Hi, MT and Brandy. My name is Mia. Um, I'm from Michigan. I call every week hoping that I'll be on because I love you guys and I love your podcast. And just any chance to like hear your guys' advice or anything like that, I'd be super pumped for. My question is, my boyfriend and I just adopted a retired racing greyhound. And we've been trying to train him. Is a very well-behaved dog. Like he doesn't go to the bathroom in the house. He like doesn't chew on anything. Doesn't get on the furniture. Like he's very well-behaved, but he just doesn't know really how to listen because he's never had to since he used to just be a race dog. So if you have any tips on like maybe how to get your dog's attention or like how to just get them to listen, we've gotten him to stay. But as far as like laying down on the spot or coming to us when we tell him to come, just that kind of stuff he doesn't really listen to. 
Um, so if you guys have any advice, that would be great. Love you guys. And uh, sorry, I'm soon. Love That's Mia. Mia, it cute. is your week. She adopted that. Dog. Love it. I was about to say adopt own shop. Love that she did that. And it is it is harder when you do adopt a dog. I'm going to use the word older, but really anything older than a year is tough because the first year is when you can really like train a puppy. It's like when it's easiest to train them. So it is like, you know, tough. And so I really, I respect you guys, Mia, for adopting an older dog. I think that's awesome. My advice would be my first, my first advice is seek professional help. If, and I know that can be expensive. So if you don't have the means to do that, I completely understand. But if you do, even if it's just going to like, I think like PetSmart and stuff, do obedience classes that are really not that expensive where you go and you you and the dog both do classes. But I um I have, there's a trainer here in Nashville that I took Astra to when she was younger because I was like, you know what? I'm going to have a professional help me because I want my dog to be great. And he really did wonders for her and really not even that many sessions. And so if, uh, if you can't, I would highly suggest that. My second piece of advice is a lot of people are really deterred by an e-collar. But again, I if you are able to have a professional get you started with the e-collar, they're great because they have a setting on them that's just vibrate. Like it's just a button that vibrates the collar just to get your dog's attention. There's no electricity involved with just the vibrate setting at all. I have a friend with a dog that he's huge, but he's very sensitive. So she (laughs) only uses the vibrate and it gets his attention. And when they're on walks, she can take him off leash and she never uses more than that vibrate to get his attention. And she's been able to really work with him well on that. And also no matter what you use, if it's the e-collar or something else, always reward with treats or whatever, if your dog's toy motivated instead, make sure there's a reward for a correct behavior because that's how they're going to learn. That's my advice. I love that brand. I love that. I'm serious. When I get a new puppy, I'm going to have you train it. I charge $50 an hour. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure you do. (laughs) I kind of want a puppy. Oh, here we go. All right. Let's move on to design and get Tish off the puppy train. Hey, Tish and Brandy, this is Lindsay. I was curious about a high design question. How do you make a dog kennel fit into a room? When my dog's kennel is just out in the middle of the room, it drives me crazy, but I have to have it. So if you have any advice, that'd be great. Thank you. Great question. So I'm I'm wondering if she's needing to work with the one she's got because, you know, <laughs> there are some now that you can find literal pieces of furniture that are actual dog crates. Like they make end tables that have a dog crate incorporated into it. Also, I think if you do have just a big ugly dog crate, they also do make pretty covers for them. Have you seen that? Like yep, you that's can- That's exactly what I was gonna say. Uh-huh. But also I love the idea of the end table or the table with the built-in cause it's like, it truly is a piece of furniture. But I think if you have to work with what you have that they do make some very pretty covers for those, or you could just do a pretty throw over it, which I feel like dogs like anyway, cause it just makes them feel even safer in their little den. Mm-hmm. But I'm with you. I have to have a dog crate for my older dog loco and it drives me crazy as well. But yeah, I think, or what if you got somebody to cut you a piece of plyboard that you painted the same color, put that on top and maybe set some pretty like small plants on top of it made it like a little plant stand i think Mm -hmm. that could be really pretty 
Yeah, I like that. Yeah, if you if you or someone you know is good at projects, you can just build your own crate that looks like a piece of furniture for sure. I know that in Miley's house here in Nashville, uh-huh. when you walk into her mudroom, there's this like piece. A what, credenza. That's like a credenza. The bottom was cabinets, and mm-hmm. she kind of gutted those cabinets out and made them to, into dog crates with a little door. It's the cute, coolest thing because it literally just looks like it's built into the wall and that it's a piece of furniture and it's painted white and it just looks so nice. If like you that. go on Pinterest, you can see people that have done that into kitchen cabinets and laundry room cabinets. They mm-hmm. use her dog could be bigger. We don't know. But for small dogs, I do love that. They, there's a lot on Pinterest that you can look up. But I like the idea if it's a big dog crate to have in a board, cut that size, plywood, so cheap. Mm-hmm. You can even cover that with the throw mm-hmm. and then just put some really pretty plants because I right now you know, I'm staying over in my guest house and there's, I have a refrigerator, like a small one sitting in the floor. And I actually did that. I put a bunch of my plants on it and it actually looks so cute. That's, a good so idea. that's the way to go. Love it. We got one more. Okay. Hey guys, my name's Taylor. I am loving your, your podcast and I love the dynamic between you two. It's such a fun mother daughter duo. Um, anyway, I just want to ask a question. It's kind of a high design question. What do you guys do for scent? How do you keep your house smelling amazing? I also live with a roommate. We could definitely use like a scent boost in our house. So let me know what you guys use, what you recommend, and I can't wait to hear. Thanks. Tish's house smells like marijuana. <laughs> It actually does. But you know what? I am a huge candle fan. And I think that, you know, like probably they're not the highest in candle, the Yankee candles, but there's one that I love called, I think it's sun and sand, I think. Mm -hmm. And I actually think that I've seen the ones that you can plug into the wall and it's like the oil that melts that just kind of goes out into the air all the time, but it's kind of a strong scent, but it smells so beachy. It smells just like suntan lotion. And that is one of my favorite scents. But, you know, I love a good candle. But there's so many things, like the little diffusers where you put the sticks in them. I feel like those give off a really nice smell a lot of the times, too. What do you use, Bran? I do candles, even though I have a slight fear of the house catching on fire. It's, like, my biggest fear. So I'm, I'm, I don't burn candles all the time, but when I have people coming over, stuff like that, I definitely light candles before everyone comes over. And if you light the candles like an hour before, then the whole house smells great when people walk in. My favorite candles are called DW Home. Are you familiar with these at all? I don't think so. What? I don't know. Oh my gosh, they're the best. And I feel like the price point is like a tad higher than Yankee Candle, but the candles are just so much prettier. And um, I love an all soy candle, and Yankee is definitely not. I they might make some that is that are soy Yankee, but yeah, th- that is the thing about DW Home is they have so many scents. It's absolutely insane. They literally have something for everybody. I'm on their website right now. Like you can get like clean smelling stuff. You can get, I mean, every season they put out a new line. If you guys are going to check them out, look at their DW Naturals line because it's all made with like completely organic stuff and that the candles all smell really natural, which I really like. You know what else I like is patty wax candles. They're so good. I've got to put links up for those. But also another cheap option I feel like is the aromatherapy diffusers. You can get ones for like $30. I mean, I guess the oils are a little prosy, but they last forever. 
And I love to put my diffuser on with like tangerine and lemon and, mm, and, and lavender. And my house will smell so good. You can get them really cheap, really cute ones on Amazon. Remember, you have the one that's all sparkly. Yeah, that one's from Urban Outfitters. Yeah, so yeah. that I think back to the DW candles. I was trying to figure out which what's the scent that I are in all my favorite candles they make, and it's sandalwood. I love a sandalwood I'm scent. Not, is that like earthy? Yes, I love earthy scents. Uh, I hate earthy. I love. need some sun and sand, or <laughs> I love a lemon. <laughs> A You're lemon ridiculous. scent is everything. Like they have such great scent. They have like tobacco scents and oh, no, wood no. smoke, white nope. cedar, but anything with sandalwood in it by them is phenomenal. I think my favorite one is the vanilla sandalwood. Oh, it's so good. I think I could like that. Ooh, maple pancakes. I'm about to go buy some candles. Uh, I love patty wax. I'm going to put up some of the patty wax because some of their scents are so good. Now, they aren't very strong. They're not that strong at all for people who are sensitive because some candles can give me a headache. And Sun and Sand is my favorite. I probably burn that every day. But I could see it being too strong for some people. But patty wax is much lighter. And their containers are so cute. It's insane. So I'm going to put those up for y'all this week. Love it. I'm so stoked about our guest this week. Her name is Kate Miller, aka Miss Grass on Instagram, that I have followed for a very long time now. And I just love everything about the website and the Instagram because the bio there is Miss Grass is on a mission to help the world get good at weed. All right, Stoners, we want to give a quick shout out to one of our podcast sponsors. Here she freaking goes. Mother, we need to tell the stoners about mood. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is right. If you guys don't know, mood is known for their federally legal THC. Oh. And now they're adding their most potent product yet to the lineup, which that's perfect for Tish. She loves the potency. Honestly, I love mood. Yeah. Well, great. They're, they're like, uh, they are so good. I, they really do have something for every single mood. And it actually works the way it says that it does. Oh, it does. Yes, it does. What's your favorite product, would you um, say? You know what? I love their pens. Mm, they are okay. really good. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mood offers uh, things like flour, gummies, vapes, and more. And they have this THCA product that converts into THC when you heat it and you get access to the classic marijuana high. Mood's latest and most potent breakthrough in the world of legal cannabis. All of their products are regularly tested in third-party labs and sourced from small family farms and pesticide-free, which is so important. They have different strains for specific moods, hence the name of the brand. So whether you want like a euphoric, energized feeling or you're feeling more creative and want to chill, they have something for everybody and plenty of versatile products that go with whatever mood you're going for. Try Moods' new THCA flower today. For a limited time only, get 20% off your first order and a free THCA pre-roll. Just go to hellomood.com and use promo code SWS. That's hellomood.com code SWS for 20% off your order and a free THCA pre-roll. Cute. Hey. Hi, Kate. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so excited to be chatting with you both. I am so okay. Brandy's gonna laugh at my accent. I'm gonna, <laughs> I am stoned, so I'm gonna try to pull that back, but it's usually hard. <laughs> 
but as I, you should be. I was just saying I have loved following you on Instagram and it was so weird because we were just talking before we got you on about me because I was such when when I was a mom and raising my kids that I was so anti-weed. And it was just like I was felt so strongly about it, like that it was just wrong and that's that. And, you know, and now looking back on that, because one of our listeners wrote in and said that she has a lot of guilt. And I think that I really went through that in the beginning. Like I hid it from my kids, even though my kids were already smoking, which I just thought was so wrong. But I did hide it. And I guess that, you know, Brandy was like, well, that means you felt guilt. And that's a good question that I was going to start to ask you, like, as women or as a mom, do you hear that a lot? Because I think I actually do still have guilt about it. A hundred percent. There is a stigma around this plant. I mean, if you go back to the history and, and the war on drugs of why there's a stigma to begin with, whether we realize it or not, we've all been indoctrinated by the war on drugs. I also think especially as women, we tend to analyze everything we do in our lives and attach even more stigma to a plant that could be making you a better better mother for all we know. But because there has been a stigma attached to it and because we associate neg negative things associated with this plant. So we always say at Miss Grass, like, it's important to come out of the cannabis closet. And if you are using this plant for better or it's not for everyone, but there is such incredible therapeutic and health benefits. And this plant has done so many incredible things for so many people. So come out. Are you wearing your high sweatshirt? Uh, yes, I'm wearing it. I love it so much. <laughs> oh my God. So good. That. Okay. I love it. Okay, I'm so glad you said what you said, because honestly, when we first started talking about doing this podcast, you know, my agents made very clear, like, there's still a huge stigma around this. And if you do this podcast, you know, somebody may not want to endorse you for something else or HGTV or channels that have a more middle America or very conservative view may not want you on anymore. And there could be repercussions. And I literally thought about that. And then I literally said to Brandy, that's exactly why I have to do this podcast. Because if I don't, and I'm still feeling ashamed that I shouldn't talk about this, then I'm not able to help other people who believed everything I believed. And I truly believe, I say this to Brandy all the time. I mean, like, weed really did change my life for the better in so many ways. A hundred percent. It's funny. I don't typically, I'm not an edible person. Typically, I love to smoke. But over quarantine, I've been dabbling more and more with edibles. And recently, I've been taking, on some random days, taking really, really microdose of two and a half milligram THC to two and a half milligram of CBD. And the other day I was like feeling really like chaotic and just kind of needed to get grounded and centered. So I took this and typically I also don't smoke when I have like a busy work day ahead of me. I'll smoke at night, but not during the day. And I took an edible in the morning and I had such an incredible work day. I was more grounded. I was less reactive to people. Like I could just catch myself. And I had a moment where... I was almost like, I didn't want to admit that I took this edible 
because of the stigma that you're talking about, where I didn't want to like tell the people that I work with and I employ like, hey guys, I'm high. Like that's why today is going so well, but it's true. Like it is. it is so important to share those stories, especially for someone like yourself that has such an incredible platform to share that with that can really inspire so many people's lives. And it's not for everyone. Like Brandy, it sounds like, it's not necessarily for you, but for those that it is for that can really impact positive, whether it's just like for therapeutic and recreational purposes or for true medical reasons, like yes. this has so many different applications and it helps so many different people. And yeah. like what I love that you said too, about the getting centered, I, and Brandy's the exact same way. Like we are on go at all times. Like I don't, I say all the time, I don't even know how to relax. Like I don't like to relax. Like I just feel like I'm bored and jittery and I just need to be doing something. And I do think that's also something that this has helped me with. I would never just in the evening want to be quiet and be alone and sit on my couch and watch TV. Like I did not know how to relax. And this really is helping me with that too. And I do think that is so important for everybody, you know, to just slow down sometimes. And I think that has really helped me with that as well. Yeah. I, even though I don't smoke weed, I do, I have started like dabbling a little bit in using THC and CBD like topically and like taking the liquid supplements to help like inflammation. I was telling everybody last week, I, I ride horses and I was competing in a big jumper class and I fell the first day and I landed so hard on my shoulder. And mom, what's your friend's name that uh, sent us all the... Uh, Lori Kibbe. Lori. She has a company called King's Garden. Yeah. So Lori sent me a couple of her products and one one of them was this uh, like muscle recovery, joint recovery cream, and it's THC and CBD. And I've been putting that on my shoulder and it's been about four days and I've been continuing to ride and my shoulder feels better. Like I do feel like it's helping. And I do feel like, I don't know, like when you think of weed, you just think of getting high and you think of it as a recreational thing, but there really are so many healing properties to it and so many different uses for THC and CBD. And I think it's just a matter of people like, you know, opening people's eyes to that, I think. And that might change the mindset about marijuana. For exactly. sure. We let, we joke, but like our mission at Miss Grass is to help the world get good at weed. And exactly for that purpose, where I think if you don't know a lot about this plant, you just think of it for, for the like, oh, it's THC, it's going to get me high. But there's over a hundred cannabinoids found in this plant, a cannabinoid, one of which is THC. THC is the only intoxicating cannabinoid in this plant. So there's so many other benefits of this plant if you're one of those that you're not trying to get high, but you still want to get the benefits. So for instance, topically, I also, I got introduced to cannabis again when I moved out to LA to attend college and California was a medical legal market at the time and it was the first time I got introduced to more products in cannabis and I got introduced to a topical because I have psoriasis and a girlfriend of mine was like it will transform your skin just try it and I was like what weed cream sure and I did and still to this day I got off of all of my pharmaceuticals, I was on like every steroid cream known to man. And now I just use CBD topicals for my psoriasis and it's completely transformed my skin. That's amazing. That yeah. That is so great. My friend Lori that I was talking about that started King's Garden, like she's in her 60s. She has truly the best skin I've ever seen in my life. 
And I was like, what do you use? And she goes, I've just used CBD oil for the longest time. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, it's all I put on my face. She looks incredible. So that's, that is the thing is like being able to have these conversations to educate people and you know, that it's not just about getting high all the time. And that's cool too, if people want to do that. Yeah, totally. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, I'm a big fan. So I, you know, speaking of that, I think a good thing to talk for us to talk about, about like opening up people's eyes and minds to this is if there is somebody that's a beginner, I don't know, stoner or whatever we want to call them, like where should they start product wise? Like if they've never smoked before, never taken an edible before, like, like I know the dosing, uh, dosage can be really confusing, especially with edibles. Like where's a good place to start for someone that's brand new at this? So start low, go slow. That is the motto with weed, especially on the THC side. I know that everyone tends to shy away from edibles because a lot of people have had that story in their life where they like by accidentally took a hundred milligram brownie and thought they were gonna die but that was me <laughs> <laughs> literally happened to her once <laughs> but truly there's just so obviously depending on where you live but if you're in a a legal cannabis market there's so many edible products that I honestly would say is a great place for someone to start two milligram THC to two milligram CBD. CBD is an antidote to THC, so it actually balances out the high. Scientifically, what it's doing is the THC attaches to the same receptor in the brain that the CBD molecule actually knocks it off. So if you get too high, CBD, balance it out with that. So I would start with like a one-to-one super low-dose edible. Okay, so this leads me into, because you are so educated on this stuff, how did you come to work in this business with weed, and how did you come up with the idea for Miss Grass? So, I grew up in Jersey. Weed was, like, always around me. My mother hated weed, but all of her kids smoked it, and my dad smoked it, and that was, like, a major conflict between the two of them. And then I moved out to Los Angeles to attend college, Cannabis was medically legal at the time in California. And it was the first time, like I mentioned, I was introduced to a legal cannabis market. So I had options as a consumer and I started dabbling more intentionally with this plant. So beyond the like, let's smoke and get high and like laugh with my girlfriends. It was like, I started using it topically for psoriasis. I started using it as a catalyst for creativity and inspiration. And I just fell in love with all of the different ways to use this plant. And then I was like, whoa, like major business opportunity. This at the time I felt like was the prohibition era of what the liquor industry was. Now no, like cannabis has so many different applications beyond just the recreational side that it can actually be a bigger opportunity than that. But I landed up working as a bud tender while attending college. This is in 2007, 2008. So the industry looked a lot different back then, but it's still, it's what planted the seed for Miss Grass. I got the, I bought the URL on GoDaddy back then in 2008, missgrass.com. Not, it didn't turn into anything for a decade plus. I worked in entertainment once I graduated college, but At that time, I didn't feel like there was a brand that authentically represented how myself or my girlfriends or 
any friends for that matter were like consciously integrating this plant in their life at that time all the brands really leaned into that like stoner bro stigma that we all know so well so I felt there needed to be a brand that spoke to me and I bought the URL and then sat on it for a decade and came back to it as more states were becoming recreationally legal so was starting your own brand like hard because we get asked a lot about how to do that. Like, you know, what is a good place to start and were there lessons you learned along the way? Because even for myself, I've thought about it a lot is starting a brand that within the cannabis world. But even for myself, I'm like, oh, where do you even start with that? You know? Yeah, for sure. I, it's funny. I joke where like naivety is sometimes like the best medicine for entrepreneurs where it's like it's almost good that you don't know all that (laughs) all that goes into it when you start or else you maybe don't want to start it so yeah I mean for us we started as this online magazine and an e-com shop so we just launched our first product in exactly a month ago Um, but to date we've been this community platform where we really focus on educating consumers so that they can be conscious consumers in this space. They can vote with their dollar. They can support equitable brands and an equitable industry. So we predominantly have invested in like creating content and this e-com marketplace. And we, we built now the community large enough that we could justify getting into our own product. So we just launched that less than a month ago. Which, ah, love by the way the fast times is my favorite I'm not just saying this I was freaking and I had two friends over and I gave each of them one and inside I just was crying because I did not want to give any away (laughs) because I loved it (laughs) so much I was like no but okay I love you for that. No, you know, this weekend, someone posted on Instagram and was like, we got this rep from Tish. And I was like, yes, I love her. Uh, it is <laughs> honestly, guys, I'm not even just saying this. Like, I'm pretty picky because I feel like you said like every strain and stuff affects people a little different. And like, I'll find certain strains that I love and then people won't have it anymore. Or like specifically Lowell had a, it was midnight special that we did with Billy Ray with Lowell. And truly like, I just, the strain just worked so well for me and it's something they don't do anymore. I don't think they do anything similar. And I also love a brand called Palms, but it's one specific kind. And so usually I'm just disappointed. And truly when I smoked Fast Times, it was just like perfect for me. Oh, I love to hear that. Yeah, it was amazing. So we had a lot of fun creating it. We really focused on like specific terpenes that elicit the effect that we were going for. So we have three different SKUs. We have fast times, quiet times, and all times, which the all times, Brandy, maybe is for you, but it's a it's like a CBD to THC balance one, one to one. So it's super light where the other ones are a little bit higher THC percentage. 
Yeah, I loved it. And the Ural's branding, it's just so good. Everything you guys are doing is so amazing. And I do think like the biggest thing for me is when I started following you and I feel like there are so many like Elevate Jane and there's some other different, I feel like you guys are all so supportive of each other. And it just feels like when I'm on your Instagram, like I am a part of that community because it is still weird and there's stigmas with friends groups and these different, and you just feel like you're there with people from your community. And I also love that there's like this strong female driven voice and that you really don't back away from social issues and all these different things. And it's just a place to go a safe female driven platform that you just feel like you're uplifting each other and building each other up. And I think that's just so rare on most social media places. And I think you've done such a great job of making it feel that way. Thank you. Love our buds in this industry. Well, fun fact, the the plant itself is female. Like when they grow weed, they actually separate the male plants so that they don't pollinate the female ones where the female plants are the ones that we smoke and consume. The males are kind of discarded. So there's like this feminine <laughs> energy around this plant and this community, and it does feel so supportive. So I really, really appreciate you saying that. Well, it, uh, yeah, I want to I want to live on an all uh, female commune and grow <laughs> our own weed and our own food. Right there with you. <laughs> oh, well, okay. So yeah, last thing before we have to let you go, the last thing I want to talk to you about is I definitely want you to tell everybody like where they can get your products and everything. I'm on your website right now, and. I love this so much because this is coming from somebody I really don't know much about weed. Like, I know that's insane to think because I'm a Cyrus and the Cyruses are like weeds are brand these days. But this is so cool to go on here. You have so much information on the product pages, which I'm obsessed with for someone that, you know, could be nervous to try weed or not really sure like what to look for. I mean, you have on here the exact percentage of THC and CBD and everything and it you even have like a level of high rating on here so I'm on the one that you said was would be good for me called all times level of high four to six you even have what it tastes like cloves black pepper pine I love all those things Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like this is like not this is something you don't really see every day like when you're purchasing marijuana you don't really get like this detailed of what exactly you're buying. So I don't know. I would like highly recommend you guys check this out. It's very cool. It's even got an ingredients list. It's everything she has is pesticide free, which I love, uh, sustainably grown, which we love that too. But yeah, your website's great. I'm obsessed with it. And of course the branding is adorable. Thank you. And no, it's just so good. All of it. And this, I'll have to put a picture up. I have a cute sweatshirt on that Kate sent me. I wear it all the time and it has the little Miss Grass logo on the back of the neck and I'm obsessed with it. So (laughs) yeah, you guys have to check her out. Okay. Give us all your info. So you guys can find our products and other people's products that we sell in our e-com shop on missgrass.com. That's M-I-S-S-G-R-A-S-S.com. And then follow us on social at missgrass and sign up to the newsletter, which is where all of the good stuff happens. It absolutely is. But Very okay, cool. Kate, thank you so much for being on. Thank I, you guys so, so much. I'm so such appreciate a your huge support. fan. Thank fun. you for coming on. Bye. Thanks. Bye. See ya. How much do we love Kate? She's awesome.
I mean, honestly, I've never met Kate in person. So it was the first time I saw her and like, I didn't know what to expect at all. And that was just so much fun. I feel like Kate and I can be fast friends. Yeah, I really do. Like, I'm really impressed with her website and how how easy it is to navigate and how detailed everything is. It's really, really cool. And then she also just puts up like such pretty artwork to every post that she puts up. Like I just get something from it. And again, it just feels like when I'm on there, you're just a part of a community. It's, it's, it's fun. I just love it. So y'all check her out. Well, speaking of putting stuff up, do you have any baked goods this week? Hmm. Let me see. I heard you sent a bed over here to my house for your basement. Oh yeah. Let me look. <laughs> you know what? I did get some things this week. You did, huh? One is, let me look it up. Yes. So, you know what? I just wanted an easy bed for the basement. Mm-hmm. And I thought about not doing a headboard at all and just making it funky and cool. Then I thought, am I going to get tired of that? And then am I going to be like setting against the wall? Probably. So I thought I'd just get the most simple bed. And I found one on Amazon for $150. Wow. And you know what? I think it's really, really cute. It's just black iron or not iron, but a matte black. And it's so simple and a headboard doesn't come up very high, but at least it will hold my pillows on, especially those. I have some really big sham pillows, I guess you'd call them. But I just think it's going to be really low and I'm doing, I have those really low black knot stands. So literally this bed was $165. It has 5,000 five-star reviews and I thought, why not? And it looks very simple for you and Rod to put together oh really does it now <laughs> really simple you know you know rise most vivid memory of his first trip here a year ago is was- you conning us into putting together that white table in your garage noah has that table now oh my gosh <laughs> was like she was like let's all have a group project and put a table together and then it, rye and i put the table together while she smoked weed it was so hard you okay, did nothing <laughs> The other thing that I bought is an indoor remote control for this lamp that I love to keep on while I'm laying in bed watching TV. But what I hate is when I'm getting so sleepy and I want it turned off that I have to get out of bed to do that. So this, you put a plug in the wall, this just a little adapter, then you plug your lamp into that, and then you just do it with the remote control and you don't have to get out of bed. That is the laziest thing I've ever heard in my whole life. Okay, I'm going to put that up because, guys, life changer. Life changer. Okay, one more thing. So, I'm also the biggest chicken. I have an alarm set. I have, I'm full on. Like, I'm just a big chicken. So, I really want to know that if somebody got in the house, they can't get in my bedroom. Oh, boy. Huh. Wonder where Trace gets his paranoia from. I know, but I just, like, decide to get myself, like, in. And I got this thing called the portable door lock and you use them for travel as well. And it takes a minute to figure out exactly how to put it in the like door jam. I just say, if you decide to get this, when you're trying to do it, relax, like don't get all tensed up and start trying to jam it in the freaking hole, like relax, smoke a J, calmly put it into the door jam and it'll go right in. Sounds like some other things we could talk about. But anyway, the travel portable door lock makes me feel so secure. And I really do think that we should all use them in hotel rooms. That's all.
we've lost Brandy again. Stoners, I'm so I'm sorry. Still... They used to make fun of Molly and call her the non-Wi-Fi queen or whatever. Like, it was hilarious. <laughs> Wi-Fi never worked. That's you. You want to know who has perfect Wi-Fi in this house? The basement. Uh-huh. And now my internet is fucked. Do not mess with my Wi-Fi. <laughs> Uh, I'm actually bummed to cut out because you were whatever you said sounded funny. Okay, well, anyway, I forget what that was, but we need to wrap it up. Okay, I, yeah, I have Dancing with the Stars to watch. I would just I, like to say I'm on your Amazon orders list, and whatever you ordered, these tablets, the description says non, no constipation tablets. What are so you, girls? Everybody out there, honestly, for reals, I think that we should all and I've been doing this right now in one month I went to have I just went to the gyno got my routine gynecological things worked out mammogram and I just went and got my physical who my doctor said that I should be celebrating because my blood work is like on fire it's the (laughs) best it's ever been everything is perfect my cholesterol's fluffy or something but I'm anemic always for the last like 15 years I've been anemic. So he wanted me to start on some iron supplements brand. So girls, if you're anemic, my doctor recommended these. I will put them up. Great that I'm not going to be constipated. Great. (laughs) On that note, I'm going to watch Dancing with the Stars. I'm going to watch Fargo. I've been watching Fargo and Yellowstone. Fargo is so good too. See, it hurts too much to watch Kev because he's so cute. (laughs) (laughs) How far in are you on Yellowstone? Only like episode five. Oh my gosh, you got to get with it. Season two is really good. Okay, I love season one, but gosh, I just want to live there. Me too. Um, let's go. I just really want to live there. So let's get on it. Okay, guys, Yellowstone, Fargo. I'm going to need to catch up with Dancing with the Stars. Maybe I'll just binge that after it's all over. It's really good. But anyway, so stoners, talk to you on Facebook and talk to you next week. Well, make sure you um, call and leave us some voicemails for next week so that we have plenty to talk about. I know we say it every week, but I'm going to read you guys the phone number because that's what we do. The Sorry We're Stoned voicemail number is 818-839-0534. You can call us and leave us a message. Also, it seems to be uh, popular to also ask questions on the Sorry We're Stoned Facebook. So sometimes we'll pull questions from there and do them on the podcast as well. So make sure you check that out. Also subscribe so you never miss an episode wherever you listen to podcasts. Five stars, great reviews. We love all those things so much. Love you, stoners. Love you, stoners. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.